You're watching the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. All right, welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. You know me, I'm your host, Anthony Wilson, and uh, we're jumping on to kind of do a, a quick video. Well, we'll see if it's quick. Uh, we're going to go through some verses with uh, 2022 coming to a very quick end. Uh, people are preparing their hearts and their minds uh, for 2023. And this is the time of year for New Year's resolutions and uh, goal settings. And some Christians are even going as far as putting together vision boards. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of vision boards. Uh, it's actually a very popular thing among people in business, entrepreneurs, and uh, Christians have now adopted this ideology of vision boards. But there's two different um, schools of thought with the vision board. Uh, the vision board um, for some people, uh, college students or people trying to lose weight or people trying to set goals for their life um, are just practical tools to remind you of the goals that you've set. But for others, it takes on a more mystical practice that they believe through uh, the vision board, they can manifest or make their future come to pass, that they can take control of their destiny and um, not only uh, set the goal, but create their destiny. And this idea was made popular, I believe in 2006, uh, from a, a movie called The Secret, which is based upon a book called The Secret. And the idea of this uh, secret is the law of attraction, the law of attraction. And, and uh, this uh, ideology speaks of it um, sometimes of the law of creation, that you can create what it is that you want your life to look like. Um, and it's an interesting um, thought process because it, it is rooted in um, the desire to have the life here on earth that you want. It's about having health and wealth and luxury, um, having the body you want, having the marriage you want, having the career you want, having the amount of money you want. And some people are probably listening to me and said, OK, well, what's the problem with that? Well, the problem with that as a Christian. Now, if you're not a Christian, then this is your heaven. This is your paradise. And so you have to get everything that you're going to get here and now. But as a Christian, the idea is to deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow Jesus. We know uh, there are scriptures in the Bible, like Matthew uh, chapter 16 and verse 25, what profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? And what can a man give in exchange uh, for his soul? It, that that there is this idea as a, as a Christian that um, this world is not my home. And so I'm here for a purpose and I want to accomplish that purpose and move on 
to be in my eternal destiny where I will have everything that God has promised me. Um, and so uh, as we come to the end of the year and we get ready to dive into um, the idea of uh, setting my goals for next year, what am I going to do? What am I going to accomplish? What do I want to accomplish? We're going to have to first debunk some things that aren't true. And one of those things is the idea that the Bible teaches us to create a vision, to have a vision, you know, and a lot of this starts uh, with a misinterpretation of Habakkuk uh, chapter two, verses two and three. Um, and I'm going to pull that up on the screen and we're going to talk about this because if you are trying to visualize what you want and you're writing it down in order to accomplish it and then asking God to make these things happen, then you're saying that God serves you, that you don't serve God. The Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3 is a moment where Habakkuk is obeying the word of the Lord. And as a matter of fact, Habakkuk didn't come up with what he was going to write down. God told him what to what to write down and why to write it down. And so let's read those key verses in Habakkuk uh, chapter two, um, verses two and three. And it says, then the Lord answered me and said, the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Now, for years I've been in church, um, and uh, I was in a mega church many years ago, and this was big for them. Write the vision and make it plain. You know, everybody was writing down their vision and making it plain which is not what this says at all. This has nothing to do with you writing your vision, you writing down what it is that you want. I've even heard people say, well, if you don't write it, it's not real. You know, as if to say that when I put pen to paper, I am magically creating my destiny. I'm magically creating my future. And um, most of the time, um, this future has nothing to do with God. It's all about materialism. It's all about getting what I want out of this life. When you go back to verse one in Habakkuk chapter two, you find out that Habakkuk is actually uh, waiting to see what God is going to say and how God is going to correct him. Because in chapter one, he poses some things to the Lord. He, he has a, a gripe with the Lord. He has some things that he believes are wrong and he presents them to the Lord. And now in chapter two, he prepares for the Lord to answer him. Listen to what it says, Habakkuk chapter two and verse one. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and, the, and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then he goes on to say that the Lord answered him. And so when the Lord answers him here, the Lord is answering him to correct his thinking. 
And what he's asking him to write is what is going to happen to the wicked. If you read the chapter, you're going to find out that what Habakkuk is writing is against the wicked and them prospering and them gaining the world's riches and them accomplishing their own goals apart from God. It's actually speaking against this idea of visualizing what I want to have and what I want to keep to myself and uh, what I want to do for my own life. This is an issue where we find uh, people misreading the Bible. The Bible is either prescriptive or descriptive. Descriptive meaning um, it's explaining the event. It's showing you what happened. Prescriptive means it's telling you what to do. It's giving you a command or telling you that you should be doing this. Nowhere in this passage is God teaching to write down the vision and make it happen. That's not what's being taught here. What this is, it's describing the interaction between Habakkuk, the prophet, and God. As a matter of fact, most of prophetic writing is this, God telling the prophet to write down what God is saying. The prophet never writes down his own desire. The prophet never writes down what he wants to happen. The prophet is never writing down even what he wants to happen for someone else. This whole idea is false. And we've got to stop uh, teaching this in churches, telling people, well, write your vision down, write what you want, write how tall he's going to be in, write how your marriage is going to be, write down what car you want. And what they've done is now they've combined this with the secret, the law of attraction, where the law of attraction is about you visualizing things and the universe bringing them to you. <laughs> now, why am I trusting in the universe when I should be trusting in God? God has already promised that he'll supply all of my needs. He's already promised that if I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all the things that I need will be added to me. But what happens is we're caught up in our American capitalism, <laughs> our desire to be wealthy, healthy, and uh, it's a form of prosperity gospel. It's a form of word of faith. And the people who perpetuate this, they don't understand that it's almost like a pyramid scheme where the people who are teaching it are getting rich and the people who are lower level are just making them rich. Now, some people, it's working for them. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. For people who buy into making writing this vision and making it plain, there are people who are accomplishing their worldly desires. They're getting their worldly hopes and dreams they're dreaming big, right? That's what they say, dream big, you know? And, and as a Christian, this world is not my home. I'm not supposed to be storing up treasures in this earth, you know? Nobody, you notice, nobody when they're doing their vision board is in visualizing their family members getting saved and giving their life to Christ, you know, uh, submitting their life to Christ. We, we, we don't visualize, you know, um, ourselves forgiving. You know, this year I want to forgive like Christ forgave me. <laughs> I'm not writing that down. That's not part of my vision. Now, some people have tried to redeem the idea. 
And so you may be watching this and you say, well, yeah, my vision board is things that relate to my spiritual walk with God. It's not about wealth. It's not about gaining this earth's goods. It's about doing the things that God has called me to be, called me to do. And I would say that that's powerful. That's powerful. But this practice is usually not used for that. And the origins of this practice are uh, from a place where you are manifesting what you want, not manifesting what God has impressed upon your heart. Now, goal setting, there's nothing wrong with goal setting. You know, a lot of people say, well, so I can't have a goal. Well, of course you can have a goal. Of course you can set goals. Goals are good. You know, um, most people live their life setting goals, but you have to understand that that goal or that plan must still be submitted and subject to the Lord, that he still has to be Lord of your life. And so if you got a goal and a plan and God leads you in a different way, let go of that goal and, and that plan. In Proverbs chapter uh, 16 and verse nine, it says, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. You may have plans in your heart, but remember that the Lord is the one who is going to direct your step. You have to make sure that you're still following the Lord and that you're not following your own plans and doing your own things. In Proverbs chapter three, and you guys know it by heart, I don't even have to turn there. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, leaning not to your own understanding. Understanding meaning your own intellect, your own thought processes, your own plans. But in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Should I have a vision for my life or should I let God direct my path? Should I be envisioning where I'm going or should I be obedient to where God is ordering my footsteps? This is the question, you know? And so for those of you that are making plans and making steps and you're a Christian, you've got to recognize that at the end of the day, my plan is subject based upon what God is saying. And I'm okay with that. Where someone else who's visualized where they want to go, how much money they want to make, what they want to accomplish, God has nothing to do with that. And even for them to say, well, thank you, Lord, for doing it. God didn't do it because you brought that to pass. You, quote unquote, manifested that. And believe it or not, there are people, I'm going to say it again, that this works for, and they don't realize that they're causing themselves to trust in themselves and not trust in the Lord. Uh, in James chapter four, verses 13 through 16, and you guys know where I'm going with this. <laughs> he says, come now, <laughs> you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, <laughs> then I shall live and do this or do that. But now you boast in your arrogance and all such boasting is evil. Wait a minute. So my plan to go and do this and do that is evil? No, your plan 
when it supersedes your submission to the Lord is now evil because you're not trusting the Lord. You're not saying if the Lord wills, you're not saying if, if, if that's what God desires for my life, you know, Paul in Romans, uh, chapter one and verse 10, let me turn there really quickly. Romans chapter one, verse 10 through 12, he says, making request if by some means now at last I may find a way in the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts so that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by a mutual faith, both of you and me. Paul's been making a request to go to Rome, but Paul says, only if I find a way in the will of God. So in other words, I'm going to do God's will. I'm not going to do my will. Ah, see, now we're really, we're coming, the rubber meets the road. Are you doing what's best in your mind? Or are you doing what God has called you to do? And when we create our vision boards and when we set our goals and when we write down our vision and we make it plain so that we can run with it, <laughs> what we're doing is we are, are doing what the world wants to do. The world wants to take control of their destiny. That's why people leave Christianity, because they want to take control of their destiny. They don't want to serve the God who has redeemed them, who has saved their life from destruction, who has saved them from the penalty and the power of sin. And one day from the complete presence of sin, where they will be in paradise with the Lord, where there's no more crying, no more sickness, no more disease, all the things that they're trying to stop here and now in God's presence, those things will be no more. And so they're not willing to wait and serve God with this life that he's given them, this new life that he's given them. They want to have uh, all that the world gives right here and right now. And it's difficult because at the end of the day, we have forgotten why we're here. We have forgotten the reason why man is here. Ecclesiastes tells us exactly what God has created man for. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 and 14, he says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the all, or this is man's all. <laughs> for God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. And so for those of us that are trying to um, accomplish our own purpose as a Christian, we have to understand that Jesus died. And so he took your place in death and punishment. Now you take his place in purpose and in life. You live out the purpose that Jesus lived out. Those of us that are Christians, we walk as Jesus walked. We live uh, as Jesus lived. We seek to accomplish the work that he began the same way that he sought to accomplish the work that his father began. So this coming 2023, as 
we get ready to break into it, I want you to focus on obedience to God versus trying to visualize what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. I want you to spend time receiving that divine download from the Lord to do his will. And I want you to test everything that comes at you, everything that comes into your heart to see if it fits the cause of Christ, to see if it comes under the kingdom rule of God. And does it produce salvation for people? Or is it only my cause? Is it only for me? Is it only me accomplishing what I want to accomplish? And so uh, I pray that this video blesses you. Please share this with somebody uh, that wants to uh, 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 figure out what should I be doing? Should I do a vision board? <laughs> should I be writing down my vision for 2023? Or should I be trusting the Lord and seeking to follow him and be obedient to him, the things that I already know to do in scripture? Should I be testing every prophetic uh, uh, unction that comes my way to see if it's about the cause of Christ or the kingdom of God, human salvation, or is it for my cause to benefit me, to benefit what I want out of this world, or is it benefiting God's eternal purpose? Uh, I pray that this blesses you. God bless. Uh, please drop some comments in there. Give me some feedback. Talk back to me. Uh, I want to do a follow-up video on this, but I'll wait to see what your comments are about this particular subject. Uh, remember to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And remember to love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you. If you enjoyed this video, like, subscribe, and share this content with others. Thanks for watching. God bless.